learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome to She Leads Podcast, leadership empowerment for women of color. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Adrian Alexander. Adrian Alexander has operated a boutique public relations firm since 2003, focusing on entertainment and sports industries, while also assisting clients, both large and small, in industries as varied as nonprofits and startup business owners, to publishing and spiritual ministries. Adrian's creative ideas and media contacts have largely contributed to her success. Graduating from Morgan State University with a degree in public relations, as well as attending Strayer University for master level classes in marketing, Adrienne has spent years using her communication skills to help causes, companies, and events create positive change. Because of being a part of their team, clients have reported seeing greater exposure and understanding of their brand than ever before and strengthened relationships with people who have the capacity to impact their success. Adrian has provided public relations services to a variety of television and sports stars, including the cast members from Love & Hip Hop Atlanta and The Wire, singer-actress Tanya Blount, and comedian Jay Phillips. Adrian's firm was the PR agency of record for the Lingerie Football League, Timeless Brands, an innovative experimental marketing firm, and Streets 94.5 Radio in Atlanta. Along with those individuals and organizations mentioned, Adrian also provided multi-city book tours for authors including Candace Dow and Toy Styles, as well as organizing charity events for the Carpenter House Foundation and the Kirk Lee Celebrity Basketball Game. Along with her public relations and marketing background, Adrian is also certified in conflict resolution and conflict management, a skill that more and more large organizations are requiring upper management personnel to be trained in. This certification has helped Adrian become better equipped to handle crisis management situations along with any situation that may arise and cause potential negative publicity for a client. In sum, Adrienne is a public relations consultant who loves what she does because of the satisfaction she gets knowing her work is impacting lives in very meaningful ways. She goes above and beyond for her clients and will accept nothing less than greatness when it comes to their success. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Adrienne Alexander. So Adrian, I read your bio and I'm impressed by your many years in public relations as an entrepreneur, as well as your wide variety of clients. I really love your passion for and determination to impact lives. That's really awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thank you for having me. No problem. Okay. So Adrian, I'd like to thank you for taking time to be a guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. No problem. So now let's talk about leadership. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree? 
Definitely. Absolutely. We all have a leader inside of us. It's up to us to embrace the leader and to really focus on leading. And, and leading doesn't mean, you know, barking at people or just shouting directions, but really embracing the term of leader and becoming an effective leader. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization? I honestly have felt like a leader my entire life. I just, I've never really fit the mold of being a follower. I have always gone against the grain a little bit. (laughs) And even when it came to corporate America and, and jobs, you know, I really didn't know how to embrace what I truly wanted to do or wanted to be. Even as, as late as 30, dating myself a little bit, I would always laugh and tell people, I still, I just don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I just know that working a job and being somewhere that doesn't fulfill me and doesn't soothe my soul was just not for me. It it just needed to be something else. So, you know, I always have people pushing me to do certain things, you know, like, oh, you, you have such a strong personality. You need to do this. So you need to be doing that. And so, you know, I, I really had it in me, but to really effectively lead would happen a few years back when I really said, okay, let me settle down and focus on one thing and determine that that one thing is where I'm going to just pour all of my energy into. And so that's when, you know, my passion really for youth and my passion for effecting change with our homeless situation, those are things that that really are passions of mine and that I like to lead others to do what's right when it comes to those two things. Okay, thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. And I like that too. I do think that a lot of times other people see things in us that we aren't ready to recognize at the moment, but those push gets us at least looking in that direction. So that's awesome. Right. Okay. All right. So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Adrian, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? My code of leadership would be pretty much the same. Like it's, okay, let me show you how to do it so that you can do it. If not the same as me, better than I do. Because we lead by example. And which for as cliche as it sounds, it's it's honestly the truth. Like you show others and you pour into others how to be effective leaders. And with that, you want them to be able to pour back into you, not only what they learned from you, but, you know, like how they tweaked it in the way that they know how and, you know, helps you to learn as well, because we never stop learning. And as long as we can learn from each other, as long as we can pour into each other, that's what grows leaders. And we need people to embrace the leaders in themselves and that way we're pouring into others and I keep saying about pouring and I know I've repeated it a couple of times however that's just really what helps leaders if we can't you know give to others then you know we aren't being effective leaders yes I totally agree with that thanks for sharing okay so I believe all leaders experience failure 
I myself, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. So I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, you know, take more of an optimistic view. Right, right. Can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? I think when we have things that we are passionate about and for us, we feel like, okay, everybody's going to love this. This is it. This is the one, you know, they are going to read this and see this and they are going to be like, oh my God, Adrian, where have you been all my life? And when it happens and they're like, "Mm, no, not so much. You're like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Like that was, that was it. Like, how how are you not seeing this? And so, you know, those are lessons. Like you said, it's not a failure so much because, you know, expectation breeds disappointment. So if you're expecting it to, to win and you're expecting it to, you know, like be everything that you expected it to be and then it's not, you know, you're disappointed. However, when you learn from it and you grow from it, you're like, okay, that's all that was. That was just a, an opportunity for me to be like, okay, Adrian, you know, that wasn't it. Just quite, but, and not even a but, I like, however, however, you know, you needed that moment. You needed that push to say, okay, they told you no, go back to the drawing board with it, tweak it, make the changes that you feel need to be changed. Or, you know, like you look at it and say, okay, well, what could I have done differently? And then you do that, you've learned and you grow and you send it back out there again, you throw it in the atmosphere and see how it's received. Yes, I totally agree with that. Thanks for sharing that. A word I like to or I keep in my pocket is the pivot, right? You see how you can mm-hmm. pivot from what you did and yeah, and get on to where you need to go, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. So Adrian, can you share one time you felt as a leader and what you learned from that experience that helped you to become a better leader? I was working on my conference. I, I had a conference in March and the conference... Again, I, re- I had multiple people who were saying, oh, this is just amazing. It's wonderful. I had a venue that I stopped because I was like, this is the venue that I need that's going to make my event pop. <laughs> and this is going to allow me to pour into these young ladies. And, you know, this is a win-win situation for them and for me. And, you know, like there's no way they can say no. And uh, they said no. <laughs> <laughs> And so it was a gut punch. And I just felt like, you know, these young ladies are not going to be able to get it from me the way that they could get it from me there. I had a day, I I will honestly say I cried a day, but then I was just like, nope, 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 nope. Come on. You know, like, this is not what we do. We have to get back up there. And, you know, I had to learn that, you know, not everyone is going to feel, excuse me, as passionately about something as you do. And, you know, you have to realize that this is your baby. When you're doing things, you know, it's like, this is yours and you are going to pour every every part of every bit of you into it and realize that not everybody else is going to. They're not looking at it through the same eyes that you're looking at it through. So you have to, in your word, you know, pivot around and use some other eyes and say, okay, let me remove the emotion from this. Let me remove the, that's my baby aspect of it and look at it like, okay, this is 
a leadership opportunity. This is business. This is an opportunity for me to propel not only my business, but the persons who depend on me to another spectrum. And we can look at it that way. And so, you know, it taught me to not be as emotional and to remove the emotion from business, even though I am as passionate. You know, I had to speak leadership and not passion and not emotion. Yes, I totally understand what you mean. Okay. All right. So, Adrian, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why? Oh, it definitely requires more work, more attention, more dedication. More and more often we're hearing about females being left out of the room with decisions. I said early on in 2018 that this is definitely, excuse me, the year of the woman. We are voicing our opinions more. We are raising our voices to be heard. And I feel like the momentum is definitely shifting when it comes to female leaders. We most times are the ones that come up with the ideas. We are leading the projects. We're, we're leading the charge. However, when it comes to signing on the line and, and getting the closing the deal, so to speak, you know, we, we're closed out. And so we are definitely knocking down doors and barriers, opening windows, climbing through. Because... <laughs> <laughs> You know, this is what we had to do. We've gotten to a point where people are noticing where they try to ignore before or act like act as if it didn't exist. You know, more attention is being brought to it. So people have to acknowledge that female leaders are the ones who are are in control and who are leading. Okay, thanks for that. Yes, and I do agree with you. And we have come a long way, but it is still a ways to go. Yes. Okay, so productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Adrian, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? This is a bad question for me because I am <laughs> work in progress. <laughs> I am a work in progress <laughs> because I'm just, you know, when I'm committed, I'm committed. I'm on it. So I can't even say, you know, hey, organize and dedicate an hour here or take away two hours there because it does not work like that, especially as a female leader and a female entrepreneur. We're just we are always the ones who try to get it first. You know, we we just need to get the information. I feel like because we're women and we're so dedicated and we're nurturers anyway, you know, we are on the case. And so, you know, I don't know, Nicole, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, I can't really. Well, I I heard be dedicated. So I guess that could be a productivity tip, right? Be dedicated. Well, we are. Yeah. 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 I I mean, I, I I think the dedication is, is there already. So we're always dedicated anyway. By default, the dedication is there. I guess for productivity, I would say organize. Organize your, your, for me, I know we've become more digital. 
but it helps for me to still print things out. I am very physical and, and very visual. So scrolling on the screen doesn't always work for me, but I know when I need to organize, if I write things down or if I print things out so I can check mark and scratch off, that helps me a lot. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm one of those people as well, so I can definitely relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely still print it out or yes. write it down. Don't come get us, tree husband. <laughs> you know, we still love the earth. But, um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, Adrian, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and what the outcome or takeaway that you learned was? I will tell you, I was in undergraduate PR classes, and I, even with the knowing what I want to be when I grow up, I had a professor, a female African-American professor who taught a class on conflict resolution. And this was an elective. This was, you know, just to fill the requirements of my degree. And when I tell you after I took that class, I registered for every other class that I could take that would give me credit with her. (laughs) And I just, I knew, and I went to her and I said, oh my God, I want to be you when I grow up. And she laughed and she was like, no, don't be me, be you. And I knew that I wanted to do something along the lines of crisis communication, something that would have me still in the public relations realm, but being more Olivia Popish about it. And this was before Olivia Pope, obviously. Mm. However, you know, like in that moment, I really didn't know that it would bless me. So here, years later, I am now certified in conflict resolution and conflict management and working on crisis. And that is was a part of the conference for the young ladies is giving away the skills and the tools that we need to deal effectively with conflict. And, you know, most people are like, conflict resolution, that's a class for that? Or are you a mediator? Or do you do mediation? I'm like, no. You know, mediation tends to or seeks to remedy conflicts that have already happened and have already occurred. And, you know, giving you conflict resolution and conflict management tips those skills help you to avoid the conflict or or to be able to lessen the conflict as it's happening. So my professor, she blessed my life and my leadership in a way that I even, I had to reach out to her, honestly, the end of 2017. And I told her, I was like, I don't even know if you remember me, you know, professors see scores and scores of students each semester. And I, you know, I told her, I was like, you know, your class has really blessed my life and really helped to put me on a path that has me where I am right now. That is so awesome. That's a great, great story. Thanks for sharing that. Yes. You're welcome. Okay. All right. So Adrian, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and how you've implemented it into your life? Well, I think that aligns directly with in the last story, you know, my professor was, she said, you know, don't be me, be you. And for leaders and women entrepreneurs, you know, there are going to be so many people that try to knock you down, knock you off kilter, tell you your idea won't work. 
compare you to someone else or even try to steal your idea right in front of you. And you just have to know that no one is you. So regardless of whether someone tries to steal your idea or tell you that your idea won't work, they aren't you. So the passion and the drive that you have, the determination and the dedication that you have for whatever it is that you're doing is going to work the way for you that is supposed to work for you. And no one can take that away from you. Thank you. Yes, I totally. I'm such a firm believer in that. And, you know, what is what's for you is for you. And, you know, I wish more people really believed it because people do act like, you know, like like someone can take theirs when actually only you can give yours away. So, yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I want to thank you again for being my guest on She Leads podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, or ventures that they would benefit from knowing about? Well, I want you all to support the Make a Girl a Woman movement. That was the name of my conference. Well, that will be the name of every conference going forward. It's a yearly conference for young ladies ages 14 to 23. That is www.makeagirlawoman.com. And it's the same on Facebook and Instagram. My website is theipyagency.com. If you want to connect with me, I'm promoting you on Instagram and promoting you on Twitter. So that's how you can connect with me. Awesome. I really enjoyed this interview with Adrian. I love Adrienne's joyful and fun personality, as well as her passion for helping the homeless and effecting change. Adrienne has a passion to pour into others, which is evident. According to Adrienne, if we cannot give to others, we are not being effective leaders. I admire Adrienne's wisdom and the advice she received from one of her previous professors. Adrienne stated, don't be me, be you. I absolutely love this because it speaks volumes to me. Wanting to be another person should never be the goal. However, there's nothing wrong with looking to a person as inspiration for what is possible. Sometimes we need visuals to help us develop our vision, thus pulling from what we learn and who we encounter. We can become who we are created to be. I can relate to Adrienne's quest to find herself and discover her purpose even at 30 years old, as I myself went through the same thing around the same age. Like Adrienne, I did not know what I wanted to do when I grew up, and I was well into being an adult, which makes it seem ironic. Adrienne brought up a key point in her quest to discover herself. She stated she did not know how to embrace what she wanted to do and who she wanted to be. For me, the word embrace stands out here. When you feel like there's more to life than what you currently have, then you must embrace the change that is required and the journey it will take to discover your calling. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. My takeaway for this week is the importance of writing things down. Writing things down keeps you focused and being focused allows for clarity. Writing down your ideas, thoughts, emotions, goals, and plans gives your brain the room needed to think about other things. I currently do a pretty decent job at writing down what is important to me, 
But when it comes to my emotions, I can be more diligent. In my quest to continually grow, I will continue to write it out so I can process what needs to be processed and focus on what is needed. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. My leadership challenge for you would be to think about the one thing you can take away from this episode and adopt into your life. I know it's hard to absorb too much information at one time, and it's even harder to try and implement too many changes at once. When I attend trainings or listen to podcasts, I aim to walk away with at least one thing that stuck out to me and one way that I can change as a result. I challenge you to do the same. If you decide to take me up on my challenge, I would love to know about your key takeaway. If you care to share, please go to my blog on NicoleWalker.net and leave your comment under the section for today's episode, which is Leadership Empowerment with Adrian Alexander. Thanks. And until next time, be empowered and empower on.